Ladies and gentlemen, good people of YouTube, um, we have in studio today special guest, Valentina, all the way from Delaware County, Pennsylvania. Please tune in wisely. <laughs> Enjoyed this episode of In the Paint. Thank you, guys. I'm so
Yo! What's going on, everybody? Hey. You know what it is. You know who it is. You know what we're here to do. I had that intro run headlong. Um, it's okay. <laughs> anyhow, um, I could fix it, whatever. But um, <laughs> welcome back to another fine edition of this uh, In the Paint podcast. Um, in the building today, in studio, I am super excited to have on my next guest. Uh, make sure you stick around. Uh, I'll probably post a video right up in the front. But uh, yeah, they're uh, going to be performing as well. But two-fourths. Of the band Valentina, all the way from Delaware County, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. How you guys doing? <laughs> We're doing pretty good, you know, trying to survive COVID and all this crazy stuff going on out there, but... You know, we're making it happen. Oh, I'm surviving. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, man. That's all you got to do. You just got to keep, uh, you know, you got to keep keep pushing forward, keep striving. Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, we live in pretty pretty bizarre times, you know, to say the least. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, uh, I guess let everyone know, I guess right off the jump, you know, what you guys, you know, I guess really how you, uh, you know, came came up and 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 you know met each other and really you know developed what it is now you know your guys's project cool it was not tinder <laughs> <laughs> why are you like this <laughs> um so the way we kind of started is that we all knew each other for a while uh we were all students at the delco let there be rock school um it's where we all found a passion for music uh we did everything from again pop punk stuff to rock to we did more acoustic stuff. It was just fun. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a really nice environment. And we love the owners, John and Melissa Daly, because they're the best. Yes. Um, but as the years kind of progressed on and people went on to go to college and do other things, um, we just kind of not lost bass playing together, but we didn't play for a while. And I actually never played with Shane at that point. I played with Tommy and Dan, who aren't with us tonight. Right. Um, but they were also in another band at that time. And Shane was in that band as well. But due to people going off to school, they kind of ended things a little bit there. Um, and I remember Dan and Tommy came up to me and asked me about doing a side project. Um, and I was like, yeah, I'm down. Just like, let me know. Kind of again, get talked about for a little bit at that point because I didn't really know what was happening. I don't right. know if people were going different ways or what. But after a while, I started seeing Tommy and I was just like, so when are we doing this practice? Like. I know we haven't talked for a little bit, but like, I want to do it still. Right. So right. me and Tommy would start going to practices and Dan be like, oh, I'm coming, I'm coming. And then he, we call him, he'd be asleep in bed after work. Oh, and we're just like, really, dude? Yeah. <laughs> but eventually we got him to a practice. And um, that's when we first wrote our song, Iowa, because I had the lyrics and Tommy had this really cool riff and they just matched. Um, um, let, let, me, let me ask you, because, uh, you know, for everyone who doesn't know, um, you are the vocalist of, oh, yes. of, of the band. Yes. Um, and, you know, how, you know, 
where did you decide, I guess, where, like, you know, you wanted to sing, you know? Um, was it from this project or were you, you know, singing before that? So I've always kind of into singing, like, even when I was younger. But, like, I had terrible stage fright. Like, I didn't want anyone to know I was a singer. Right. But, like, I liked singing. Um, and, like, people, would, like, literally my mom would be like, oh, I got to put you in lessons. And I'd just be like, I'd cry because I didn't want to because <laughs> I was so scared. Like, literally, like, I didn't even like people singing happy birthday to me. Like, I would run in a corner. Like, my brother would have to force me out to, like, be sung to because it's your birthday. Right. Um, but... I started taking lessons at the school and then I got into their band program and that really was how I built my confidence. Like I never performed in front of people before, let alone like really talked to people. Right, and now right. you just can't shut me up. Um, Tell me about <laughs> it. <laughs> but just with the band and everything, um, they needed a lead vocalist and I took on that and we also needed a bass player and I'm always up for a challenge. So I was like, yo, let yeah, me try Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you do slap the bass too. I I feel like <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, you know, it, it it was pretty awesome. We got to do um, you know, through this whole pandemic and everything like that. You know, we did get to play the G spot over the summer, which is how you know we met you guys. Um, you know, and 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 that was fun. And I I was talking before you know before you started the show, and I'm like, you know, I I heard you guys there, and and I you know we obviously did the stream too. And, you know, I, I'm trying to hear you guys live, like, you know, bed, like, you know, um, it's crazy. Uh, how you guys been, you know, I guess keeping up with, you know, the quarantine and, and, uh, you know, making new material and stuff like that. Um, I'll let Shane take this cause he hasn't really <laughs> talked. <laughs> I was going to say there's like, um, so basically from the start of the quarantine, we were like, we were still writing at a steady pace, but it was like, we still hadn't released our first EP yet. Mm. So we were like, we can't just like write a whole nother project without releasing also, the first one. <laughs> but we're also the type of people, like once you get us together, like someone could start playing a chord progression. And I'll be like, oh my God, I have a melody. And like Shane will just be like tapping on the table with a drum beat. And he's like, I already got the drum beat. And yeah. it's just like, you throw us together and like, it just works, you know what I mean? And that's where, like, I love them so much because, like, I've never been part of something. Like, even, like, Simp. taking away band size where, like, we just click so well and we're able to make something out of it. You know right. what I mean? Because everybody, like, everybody's good at what they're good at. You know what I mean? Like, and we all kind of, like, learn from each other as well. Like, we take role reversals sometimes. Like... I mean, Shane, not only is a drummer, but he can play, like, the hell out of guitars. I know yeah. our whole first EP <laughs> on guitar because I wrote one of the songs on yeah. guitar, just straight up. Yeah. You, you played the, uh, the the show at the G-Spot. You played that uh, acoustic, right? Yeah. 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 Dude's literally, it's... like, <laughs> he's not real. <laughs> he's just a robot. <laughs> I wish. I mean... <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's always good. I You know, I'm a drummer obviously too and uh but it, it, it's always cool gang. you know we got <laughs> drummers got to stick together man um we have to you know um but no i mean it, it, it's always good to have being able to know how to play other instruments you know what i mean because i feel like you know just on any type of spot no matter what like all you need is you know one one person you know to create what you guys are working on you know God, yeah. so 
Like, and yeah. I totally agree with that. Like, it's crazy how people can do that stuff. Like, they can do everything by themselves. And I, it's, you just, you don't see that a lot nowadays. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but it's also just really nice, too, when, like, how I was saying, like, you find your people. Mm. Like, because it's just, it's emotional connection. You know what I mean? Right, right. And hardcore. I, I hardcore. guess. Hardcore. <laughs> and I guess, like. There's something about just being, like I said, just being in a room with them and just, like, being able to put the words down on a piece of paper or, right. like, structure something out. And we're just, we sit back there and we're just, like, this is our product. And not only are we proud of it, but we feel like it's something that people, like, especially during these times, can relate to. Um, sure, and yeah. it can give them hope or help them get through something. Just because... Nowadays, like, sorry, I'm getting a little off topic, but like, no. even with music nowadays, that's very in the pop culture. Like, mm. it doesn't, it doesn't hit you like that anymore. You know what I mean? And like, people might call me cringy, but like, I love emo music even for that reason, like <laughs> Dashboard yeah. and stuff like yes. that. Because Not like, we were listening okay. to Vindicated the other night, and I was just like, oh my god, like, what I would do right now to just be like screaming this on a freeway, like, with my rooftop open, like, yep. it's it just. Does that? Yeah, we should I'm, do that on the way home now. <laughs> I mean, that's such you know. I mean, what do you think that is? Um, you know, why or why do you think that pop is? culture? No, like why do you, why do you think? I mean, it, it's kind of gotten. Uh, you know, I guess. I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but I mean, it, like it seems like it, it's gotten further away from. You know what I mean? Like it, it's harder to make. I feel like you know because there's a lot of a lot of you know independent artists that really do a, a, you know remarkable work throughout but i feel like it has to you know almost conform to something that it's not almost almost like the equivalent of what i'm trying to say is like uh you know selling out quote unquote to a major record label yeah. you know if it doesn't like sound like that then you know it's it's not going to take that next step or whatever but I mean, I, I don't know if that's, you know what I mean? No, I definitely get what you mean. Because, like, for example, again, I'm all over the place with music taste. Right. But growing up, like, I love Taylor Swift. Like, yeah. and I, like, from her country phase to, like, her, like, mid-crossover into pop phase, like, up to, like, and blank phase. And her sellout phase? No. <laughs> See, yeah. that's, what, that's what I'm getting at. So the sellout phase, I feel like, was a little bit of, like, reputation. And I... I think she also had stuff going on. Like, I watched a documentary because I'm just a loser like that. <laughs> um, but, like, she had stuff going on. And, like, I mean, we all get to a point in our lives where we have to pick that path or not. Or maybe she had some kind of creative thing going on in the back of her head. But I feel like, especially because I listen to the newer album right now, I feel like she's taking that back a little bit. Especially after all the controversy with, like, losing her masters and stuff like that to, like, Scooter Braun. Mm. Um, but, I mean, you don't always see that necessarily. You see a lot of people just go for that commercial route, like, sellout point because, like, it's what people deem as, like, popular. And, right. I mean, I kind of hope that in the future we get to a point where, like, it's not completely like that because there are so many great underground bands that I just sit there and I'm just like, you why? Signed. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, why shouldn't screw you over? Why mm -hmm. isn't this music in the mainstream? You know yeah. what I mean? Especially because like, this is why I always reference that like I'm just born in the wrong time because mm -hmm. like 
whether it be like I, I'm all over the place. Like literally, yeah. like I'm a music dictionary half the time. I feel like because like I love '70s music, I love '80s music, I love '90s. Like even like I'll say that I hate the mid 2000s, but like but she doesn't. It's because like that was my middle school days and everything. <laughs> right. Right. But like last night we sang all of Sam. yeah. <laughs> but what I'm what I'm getting at, I kind of hope that we get back to a point where like. It's not necessarily what sells, but what is going to connect with people, like I was saying, emotionally. Because right. I feel like that's what we all need right now. You know what I mean? Absolutely. A live show yeah. is what we all need right now. Yeah. And <laughs> well, a live show, too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's so unfair. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that that's the, you know, kind of, I guess, the, uh, you know, the... the 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 positive and the negative on that is because it's like yeah there is so many great great independent artists that should be you know they they should rightfully be at a different place you know essentially and you know because of shows you know that's you know a lot of people especially in the local scene like that's a lot of their you know how they make their bread and butter you know yeah. essentially so you know it, it it's a weird dynamic right now because you know, um, it, we don't know where it's going to go. And no. um, I just I just hope that bands, you know, and, and I love, you know, when bands come out and, and talk and everything like that. And we get to, you know, throw shows, you know, and wherever we're throwing them now. I mean, because, you know, you, you always I mean, at least for me, like and it really kind of took to the pandemic to realize it, like how much you take for granted. You know what I mean? Yeah. You take, could take shows for granted and just everyday you know little things and you know you, you never know so but yeah i mean I, I i can't wait to get back to yeah. you know shows and stuff and i totally tick-tock. agree there too because i feel like and i've had this conversation a lot whether it be with just people i see every day or people with school and stuff like that like once this does break and we're not dealing with so much impacted from the pandemic i feel like it's going to be a good thing for that live music scene because everyone's yeah. dying for it right now. But not mm. only that, like, I feel like we're going to see, at least I'm hoping just from what I'm hearing is that we're going to see more of a movement for more local stuff and mm. more that intimate, uh, like performance, you know what I mean? Like whether, how so? like just from me, like going again, I go to temple. Um, I'm studying under, it's under communications, media studies, and production. And, um, oh, that's awesome. Oh, I love it. But, like, being down there, like, they have such a cool, like, scene with, like, house venues and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, Temple's sick. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. My One of my favorites is the soda bar. It's no longer there <laughs> anymore, RIP, because of, like, everything going on and graduating. But, yeah. I guess uh, those types name? of shows are what, especially people, like, in our age bracket, I guess you could say, or what they live for. You know right, what I mean? Right. And it doesn't even have to be like the biggest acts, but I mean, locally, I feel like that's where we're going to see more uh, traffic for those artists that are trying to get to the next level. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely um, have our like favorite local bands too. Like, yeah, I can't, there's not a day that goes by and I'm not trying to like be like a shameless plug or whatever for people looking for music, but like, uh, so we played this show in December. I think it was the 28th at uh, the Grape Room in Passyunk, I think, or yes. Maniunk, whatever the 
Man, yeah. Thing's called, yeah. yeah. Oh wait, yeah. sorry, you said pass yunk, I said and pass I know what's meant. <laughs> it's pass no yunk but... too. It's not pass really? yunk. I didn't know that. Perks but, um... of working in the city. <laughs> <laughs> but we played a show with. Uh, let's see. It was it was called the Roaring Twenties show. So it was Valentina. I think friend circle moment yep. to capitalize. Yep. Oof. Like scared twenty played it. Uh, packed lunch. Packed lunch. Yeah, like the the amount of bands we were able to get that night was packed. Like, yeah. but like even like and the whole place was just loud. Yeah, and just everybody's just so supportive too. Like it, it's, I just, I yeah is yeah. Sorry, I'm losing train of thought. But like they're no. just so supportive in the sense that like. It's just cool to know that people want to hear each other's music. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like, oh, we're just going to go in and we're just going to sit until we have to play and then leave. Like, everyone genuinely wants to be there for everybody and watch them succeed and listen to what they got to say. And right. It's just, it's awesome. Like, yeah. it's literally one of the best feelings. And I know you know that probably, too, just from playing with your band. Like, yeah. until you do it and you have something like that, like... It's like breathtaking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's, you know, it's, I guess playing, playing music is, you know, for me, it looks like I've, you know, I felt like I, I fell into the best creative outlet there can be. You know what I mean? Um, you know, cause you know, I mean, not that any other ones is bad, but like, you know, you just get lost in music and, and, in the, the, sound you yeah. know what i mean and it, it, it's awesome you know yeah. um yeah and, and and then plus two like like you're saying with the band and everything like that is just having that camaraderie with you know other people you know bunch you know and in your guys sake four different minds working together to create that ultimate yeah. what you you know hear in your sound you know it's uh yeah it, it's awesome um so I guess really, you know, take me, I guess, through that process. How how does, you know, the band Valentina go about, you know, writing their hit tunes? Well, you see, <laughs> we have First. a bunch of people that just have a bunch of ADHD problems. <laughs> I was going to say, say, first you, t first you take... Uh, Dan and Tommy, and you give them mushrooms, and then you lock them no, in a room. No, we don't. That long, is not true. Away. How dare you say that? <laughs> I hope there's not children. That's how. <laughs> well, that's so. Uh, they like we joke about that, but they have been set on trying to write an album that way. Just like Meanwhile, give me drugs, lock me in a room for a month, and let's see what happens. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, no, I'm the mom that's just like no. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's something like uh, either myself or Tommy will bring in like a a guitar part or something. So like, I'm very chord oriented. Tom's very like uh, melodic in his playing. But he does that way, solo stuff. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, but like somewhere along that line, one of us will come in to her and be like. We have this thing, like, <laughs> we think it might be cool. And it'll be an entire instrumental. Like, it'll be a full song already. It's crazy. I literally just always am mind blown. But it's so funny, though, because when you guys come to me with that, I either have something in my backpack where I'm like, oh, let me check my iPhone notes because I always lose my, like, writing journals. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to lose my one that I have right now. But 
it's like, I hear you on that actually because <laughs> I constantly lose like yeah you know my the most important thing that like I keep my notes in yeah, yeah. so like, it's like you have to keep it in your phone I guess at that point and it's yeah. just like yeah. I guess it will do and then like but it's funny though too because there's sometimes where I don't but like I'll just hear something and I'll be I'll literally have like that's so Raven where she had the vision except <laughs> it's just me finding a lyric and I'm like play that again <laughs> like I literally get like so bossy but not because I'm trying to be bossy it's I'm just trying to keep it in my head in there so we can move on to the next part I so when I first joined the band oh yeah <laughs> he wasn't actually in the band when we first started. i wasn't actually in the band until i don't know like six months after before well yeah because you and me were doing acoustic stuff and i remember yeah, like yeah, just yeah. being like you know you want it and he's like i don't know i'm already doing this one thing and i'm going to oh, college and that's stupid band all right listen no oh, wow. we're not gonna we're not gonna do that we're not gonna bash right now because <laughs> i know you have feelings they're not even a band anymore they stopped being a band when they changed their instagram to ligma <laughs> and expected people in 2017 to fall for that oh, i got you ready I gotta be more quick on my uh, effect <laughs> yeah. board, but you, you get the picture. It's good. Yeah. I appreciated that. Um, so that we no, can like, yeah. edit that out. But yeah, <laughs> it's funny though because you came to a band practice and you fell in love. Yeah. Right. I I'm mean, you guys already had three songs done before I even showed up, and that was literally Iowa, June, and one reason. Yeah. So. And ironically enough, like, besides Iowa, I guess, One Reason or June are two songs that we have never failed to play live. Like, we always play them yeah. every show we do. So. Well, I mean, at least with One Reason, One Reason's that one where, like, it still freaks me out when people that we play for, like, know the words. Right. Mm. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was weird. It's weird. I was like, hold up what's your name and they were like oh whatever like and i was I, like yeah i know that song it's it's like my favorite one I'm yeah like, oh like <laughs> jess angelucci like she would snapchat me and she would just i remember the one time she was singing the song to me and i was just like oh my god like my my little bean like, <laughs> but, like it was also just like this isn't real it was that and then i remember in november so i guess it, we had just formed i guess so, like, three weeks in, I was already part of the band, but not labeled part of the band. So... You technically weren't, like, labeled part of the band to the one gig that we played in Delaware, and we had McKenna Ramasco take a video of you saying that you were in the band. But continue right. with what you were saying. We'll come right. back to that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's on our Instagram, too, I think. Uh, <laughs> swear to God. But, like... So, when I first joined, we, you guys had three songs, and then I... For a school project, I think <laughs> we literally. I uh, she's like, I need to like write something for this school project or mm -hmm. whatever. And I was like, all right, like <laughs> let me let me sit down for like five minutes and I'll have a song. By the end of that night, it was not five minutes, but I had written our song "What If" pretty much entirely. Uh, in like two hours for this school yeah. project that you were doing <laughs> and i <Yeah>. oh wow <laughs> yeah he had like all the instrumental like completely knocked out of the park and like the fun part and about now they think i do drugs for a living <laughs> so it's, we'll explain no that the only reason bit. why yeah 
The reason why people think that is because the tuning of it <laughs> is standard, like but the high E and the low string, the low E, are tuned down a half step. Yep. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Oh, I remember you did that live, dude. That, that sounded. Yeah, and everyone. Wow. Yeah. Everyone hates me for it because they have to like retune in the middle of the set. I mean, I don't hate you. I stay and drop D on my bass the whole yeah, entire you don't time. Have to. So. <laughs> yeah. But like, when when I wrote the guitar part, it's not like complicated. It's, it's just no one would it's, it's, think of something so stupid. Exactly. <laughs> well, it's yeah, it's, it's an outside. It's but it, like, yeah, but, yeah, but like now it doesn't sound stupid because we end every show with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, dude, it's just like. That's an outside the box way to you know play the guitar. It's like yeah. such an interesting thing you know um, to make that tuning. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I so- don't want to take credit for that. If someone else did it before me, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> if they didn't, by all means, call it the fucking Shane Owen tuning or whatever. The Shane Owen tuning. You heard it here first. <laughs> B flat, A D G copy B mark. E flat. Oh my god, trademark, copyright, copyright, trademark. Yeah, <laughs> I said copy mark. Oh, Don't god. touch that. Fuck it. Can we play that yeah. song when we do our little thing now? Maybe. Now I want to play it. I don't know about that one. There's a possibility. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, you guys are still, uh, I guess, up in the air on what song you're doing, huh? No. Now we oh, actually you know did let it out. He's just messing with me right now. Oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm messing with everyone who thinks they know what song we're gonna play because oh. or songs, uh, Ooh. whatever. Or, or yeah, Multiple. who knows? Yeah, <laughs> maybe we're doing a whole live concert. Just kidding. We're not doing that. <laughs> <to> you. <laughs> Karina's doctor calls her right now. Hey, you can't do that. You know, <laughs> there's a dog. Um, oh my god. Oh yes. My. Hello? Dog Butters, once again, for everyone out there listening. His name's Butters? Yes. Oh, my God. And he comes into uh, the podcast um, more more times than not. Let's I just love say him that. already. You're a sweet little boy, I, My neighbor you? has a dog that's literally just like you. Yeah. You're beautiful. Hi. He's a good pup. Oh, He's such a good pup. Um, so I guess, Shane, like for you, um, you know, since you do play the guitar and, and drums and, you know, Exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, bass. You know all that. Um, I guess. What? How do you write songs? Like as an individual. You know what I mean. How does that start? I mean, do you start with the guitar, drums? So, uh, I actually just wrote a song uh, recently that I'm trying to like push through production and stuff. Um. So like that song. Uh, it, it's complicated, but it's not. I started off with a, a just my guitar, and it was like GC, GC, and I played, I just sang some stuff over it. And then, like, with within, like, a week, that kind of, like, guitar vibe and vocal vibe might be done, and then, like, I'll bring the drums in. And for that song, it's like, the drums don't make the song... They make like a quarter of the song, right? Uh, but the I feel like the lyrics make up like ninety five percent of my starting point when I write. So like that song is pretty much about how I feel like my relationship with my brother is deteriorating. Um, but then like I'll bring a song into Valentina with lyrics and every I'll bring that song into Valentina. We'll be like. <laughs> 
I don't know about that. <laughs> that is not true. It is. No, but, like, not in a bad way. Like, it's true, but not in a bad way. It's just, like, the way I word things is completely different from when you word things. So, a lot of times, I'll just not yeah. write words when I bring a song in. <laughs> a lot of times where... I'll write the guitar and just throw it at you. A lot of times where, where me and Shane stand on lyric stuff for uh, our band and stuff like that is that we literally just need to, like, sit with each other and, like, go back and forth and be like, that lyric, no, that lyric, no, that li-. Like, kind of like that. Like, literally, like, that's what we did with What If. Like, as I was, like, going was through writing... literally 45 minutes and yeah. that song was done. We, like- we spent, like... <laughs> I think the longest we spent writing that song was on the second verse because we were like, oh, like we should do this. And you were, I remember you were like, eh, I'm not oh, yeah, feeling we that. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm going back to the drawing board <laughs> then. Yeah, that was <laughs> with the, um, the drum beat for it. It was, I think, right? Besides, like, there was one line in the verse that you were very, like, hesitant on, but then, like, you said it. And I was like, no, you have to, like, leave that in the song. But I think it ended up being the second half of the chorus. The the Lux for the Lost Who Have It All to Risk line. Yeah. I think you wanted that in the second verse. But then I was like, no, just sing it the same way you did it the first time. <laughs> and now it's my favorite line that she's ever written, and I'm getting it tattooed in three weeks. Are you really? I swear to God. Wow. I feel so honored. Is he really? He yeah. really is. He was Where like... At? Where are you getting yeah, tattooed at? Studio One over no, on... Um, no, but like what, what part of your body are you getting tattooed? Oh, right on my arm. So Oh, sick. My... um. So there's like a picture and then like the phrase underneath it's the idea is it makes the shape of like a diamond or like a, I don't know, just a pointy. Sure. Yeah. I don't know, a, I'm calling it a diamond. But... Give it a second. He'll probably change his mind what it's going to look like. <laughs> For now, it's a diamond. Everyone yeah. Out there. And then the cardinal. So there's a cardinal on it and the cardinal is my grandmother and therefore mine's favorite bird. Like, just, she always was, like, she always kept bird feeders out and everything, and it, she never got a cardinal to get by that bird feeder, but the cardinal was painted on the trash can, she kept the bird seed in, (laughs) and then, I don't know why I thought you were eating my guitar, but okay, uh, we're detour for a second, (laughs) like the sound (laughs) but, um, just the the line since the first time she said it was it's been living in my head rent free as the kids say now yeah um because just <laughs> this the whole idea of the song is if you're thinking about doing something or if you have to ask yourself if you should do something the answer is yes you should do it like don't I feel like from my point of view the song is literally saying don't ask what if just take the risk and if you fucking fall whatever um it's like essentially like lead with i mean from you know lead with your heart you know what i mean right you know mm-hmm. that gut instinct and and your heart and yeah. straight up like the last i think the last time we played that live was at the rusty nail over in ardmore yeah and for like 30 seconds tom's playing the guitar the, the guitar part and he's like can I please stop? Can I please stop? It's, I just want to stop. And she's talking the whole time. She's like, I forget what it is. It's on Dan's mom's (laughs) YouTube, but there's, it's just her talking for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, 
I, I like to be emotional it. sometimes. Like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, like I was just like vibing behind the drum kit, and when I was ready to do the big hits, I did the big hits, and then we moved on. <laughs> but at the ending, I cut. I cut the outro like. I don't know. I remember you were supposed to do a trash can ending and you didn't end it the way you said you were going to end it. I didn't it. end the, I didn't start the trash can on the, re, the, the right beat. So you, we lost him. <laughs> and instead of hitting the last note and doing like the, dun, 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 I started it a whole repetition early and you can hear in the video Dan calling me like a fucking bitch and asshole for ending <laughs> it early but then we're just sitting that. there beating the shit out of our instruments for like 15 seconds and oh, dun, 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 dun. such a fun time <laughs> that song's it my favorite it. song in the world and I hate saying that because like I feel like a conceited egomaniac i mean you are but <laughs> we'll give it to you <laughs> but like everything about that song from the start of it has been like my favorite process my favorite words in a song that we have my favorite guitar part maybe for biased reasons mm. uh my favorite bass part like just we really got our way with that song <laughs> and it feels nice because without that song i feel like we wouldn't actually I think it's what this. sold you, I think, more than anything into becoming the drummer for the band. Yeah. <laughs> because I know that you liked the songs that we had initially, but I think just that, pro like, being involved in that project, bringing it together, bringing it to Dan and Tommy, and seeing their reactions to what we made, like, I don't think we were expecting it to be the way it was. So, w w was this the first song you guys uh, collectively um, wrote together, like as a four-piece, or no. was that just a... So, collectively Ironically for me enough, and Shane. No. <laughs> <laughs> the first song we wrote as a band together was probably Mistakes. I was going to say Mistakes. <laughs> because I wasn't around for the first three, and then Dan and Tom weren't part of the process for What If, so... Yeah. Um, it would either be Mistakes or Thrill of the Chase, I would think. Thrill. Yeah, because Mistakes, we were, they came around at the same time and stuff, but like, I, I still have the video on my phone that Tommy sent me of him playing like, dun, 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 and he was like, check this out, she's already got a fucking chorus. Wait, I remember too, because you tried to tell him to take this, he tried to tell him to take this one note out of the chorus. I can't remember what it was, mm -hmm. and I remember walking in the room, I'm like, you're not taking that out, because I already have a melody, <laughs> and you can't do that to me. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it, I'll play it. Uh, probably not, but... Yeah, I don't know if you're gonna find that, dude, but it was, that one was such a fun one to build off of, because it's very fast-paced, and like, it's so funny because, like, the context behind the song sounds like just, like, a girl being mad about, like, her boyfriend or, like, vice versa. And it's really about being friend-zoned. <laughs> Which is weird. I'm too familiar with the feeling <laughs> to not know what it feels like. See, we just, we just love to bring everyday problems into our songwriting for, for everyone. That's, I mean... Emotional that's... distress makes the greatest albums of all time. Yeah. 
and 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 to to take it one step further too it's like you know you might be writing a song for you know so, uh you know yourself and how you feel in that moment but you know when you hear uh at live performances and shows or feedback when people sing it back to you i mean it, it's they inter they can interpret it a whole different way you know what i mean and uh you know it's it's you know songwriting you know you guys have a very interesting dynamic you know what i mean and it's um you know uh you know it, it's pretty cool to see um so i mean yeah i mean you you guys i mean obviously have a whole list of songs um you know you crush them live you know from what i've seen i oh, i'm yeah yeah of course. there's a few songs i miss playing though like what like yeah i miss what playing songs? all of them but we um because what do you guys play now in the set so so typically everything that will be off of our first ep with a couple that like probably would be singles if we yeah well, really like got and to it. it depends though because like if we have some like new new song that we have out there like hint, hint. We're, we're always oh snap <laughs> ah um, we're, <laughs> <laughs> this no, just we don't. Stop uh, it. <laughs> but we're always like curious to kind of test it out for crowds um however we do know that we have to make sure like, we know what we want to do with it sometimes. We've had a situation where we introduced the song a little bit too quick the one oh, time. Oh, paradise! <laughs> and it just did... We don't refer to that show as a show we played. It was, like, literally right when we were first started, but we don't refer to that show. Well, actually, that's not true. Dan, Tommy, and Shane don't refer to that show. I do, and, and then I'm just like... talking about it now? <laughs> just long story short, lyrics were forgot. And Shane, Shane saved the day. <laughs> yeah. Paradise Captain on Shane. Jansen fucking Avenue. Love that song. Uh, but it's, for some ironic reason, we're not really comfortable as a band with it yet. So it's, we'll see. Like, and I mean, that's, there goes that with some of our other songs as well. It's just, we need to build them out a little bit more and make them like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm a perfectionist with stuff. Sure. Like I just, and you guys know that too. I'm very OCD I'm when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. So like, I just want to get to a point where like we feel comfortable and we, cause there's like little things that we wanted to revisit. Like Tommy wanted to revisit his verse riffs and mm -hmm. he's been messing around with different things that way. He's got um, a bomb ass verse Yeah. Riff we've been working around with like harmonies too. And I agree his, his riffs awesome. So hopefully with the given time that we have from the pandemic we're in right now, we can mess around with it and get it out there for you guys Michael soon. Wood. <laughs> um, how do you guys, I mean, uh, you know, plan? Because, I mean, you, you, I, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but you didn't release, um, ha you haven't released anything in, yeah. since. When was, the, when was the first EP? Ever. Ever. So Ever. We, haven't we have it. like demos. Stop, wait, stop playing. We haven't released it. Yeah, so we have <laughs> we have demos up on SoundCloud. I need to make a band camp. That's probably where I heard we're it. We're cooler. Um, it's uh, the or only videos. So the no, thing, you thought I was lying to you. No, yeah. we really haven't released. And it's not yet. it's not because like we haven't wanted to. Just like as things happened, we just faced different kind of consequences that came into the picture that kind of hindered us. Um, we're currently working on it though, and we're really excited to finally get some music out there um just because we want to show you guys like not only what we're proud to work on but also just like hey we're still in the game and sure. we we got stuff you know what i mean um 
again, with the pandemic and just everything happening in the world, it's been a little crazy. And we've all kind of been there frustrated, like just Mm -hmm. wanting to move forward. But we're all, to some extent, I mean, we have some things come up. But for the most part, I would like to think we're all pretty level-headed and we're ready to get our worker belts back on and helmets. And we're hoping to get you guys something real soon because we want to share it with you guys. So That's awesome. I don't remember why I was going to say it, but I was just about to say that I have the bitchiest attitude in this band. He does, but he knows I love him. Literally, he's he's my diva out of all my three children. (laughs) You definitely put up with way too much of my shit, so... Yeah, but at the same extent... I know how I am too. So, are you the okay. mom of the band? Oh, yeah. I definitely am. Yeah, it's like her fucking label. Yeah. <laughs> like, was that I'm just a sign from you to, to you from day one, or like? Yeah. Yeah. It's yep. been that way since we literally met. Like, I made one bad joke, and she was like, "Oh my god." I literally cringe at them all the time, and and, and I I cringe with love. But it's just, I know, damn, I should have raised them better. It's gotten to the point where when me and Dan used to work together, together, uh, we would like, so we worked at like this pizza place. I still do, but whatever. Yeah, it's a pizza. Um, pizza. Who doesn't love pizza? So <laughs> I feel like a pizza now. We're going to get pizza on the way home. Great. Pizza and dashboard <laughs> confessional on the way home. Yes. We're on it. <laughs> we'll send you a video to prove it. Yes. <laughs> But um, I don't know where I was going with that now. You, Dan, Mod. Oh, we yeah, it got to the point where we were, um, when we give people back their change, if it's like $4.20 is their change, we're like, nice. <laughs> and then if their change is like anything and 69 cents, we're like, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Those and are my boys. If it's six dollars and sixty six cents, we uh we have to run into the walk in freezer for ten minutes. Why do you have to walk in the Because ru- it's the it's it's the coldest part of the store and it's like it's just like a kind of the devil's joke kind of thing. Yeah, like uh, this, the, the, yeah, if, the walk in freezers. Yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah, this yeah. sign oh, from suck. the devil is real, uh we we go we go sit in a freezer for you, 10 minutes and walk, we get cold as hell. Yeah, walk into a freezer. <laughs> 100%. And we beat, we, we beat mozzarella when we're mad. So. <laughs> Solid. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I'm a pharmacy technician, so I can't beat mozzarella when I'm mad. <laughs> you just get to beat up crackheads when you're mad. Hold up. <laughs> no. Customer service with a smile. Even though underneath my mask, I'm probably cursing them all. <laughs> God, I wish it was Kensington. <laughs> Dude, oh man. Um, no, nah, I mean, yeah, it's we. I mean, who hasn't really, uh, you know, pounded mozzarella? You know, <laughs> I feel like everyone has. I don't, <laughs> I don't know where I thought you were like doing a different no. kind of thing, and then I was like, who hasn't beat the shit out of a package of mozzarella recently? <laughs> no, uh, me. He does it every night Sorry? at home. Yeah, you go in your fridge and you grab mozzarella and you just you get out your frustrations right oh. there. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I hate you. <laughs> this is the stuff she cringes at. This is why in my I'm head, a mom. This, this is, is why I'm gonna start graying <laughs> and I'm gonna just like 
in my head, in my head, she goes, yeah, that's how he takes no. his frustrations out at no, night. No, stop. Too. Oh my God, stop. <laughs> I didn't mean that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh, that man. was solid. <laughs> so, so many uh, numerous roles as, as, as the mama bear, the mama cub, <laughs> you know? She has I to do feed love us my and children. drive us places. <laughs> <laughs> I do love my children. They equally piss me off every once in a while, but I, I love them. I hate you all the same. <laughs> That's a real mom. <laughs> That's, I mean, though, but like, see, like, you know, that, like I said, it, it, it's an awesome dynamic in, in the sense that, you know, your your music, and I could have swore, I, 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 it must have just been from, you know, you guys playing, you know, the couple times we played with you guys. But I could have just swore that, you know, I've heard something from you guys. But, um, you know, that's crazy. But We have um, some YouTube yeah, stuff you, that like sounds live, really good. Like yeah. live stuff, right, right. Yeah, we try to, like from our shows, we do have live stuff from right. the progression of when we first started to like before covid right um but again we do have some <laughs> we do have some songs like up on soundcloud just as demos and stuff like that um again i want to move them over to Bandcamp just because i feel like Bandcamp is a little bit more i trendy. prefer Bandcamp. well it's not even trendy like we're not soundcloud rappers and that's no <sighs> diss to soundcloud rappers i just feel right. like yes, we need is. to be over in Bandcamp. and plus two uh Bandcamp. um you know they they offer you know, um, you know, you're able to sell merch on Bandcamp and, you know, your music too. Um, you know, it's Band Bandcamp, yeah. Bandcamp is wonderful and yeah. that's not giving, uh, you know, I don't feel like enough people use it. Yeah. Know? No, I definitely feel like just even not just for us, for any type of band, like Bandcamp sure. is a great way to go because they really do, especially during the pandemic, like quarantine, yeah. like mm -hmm. they the were trying to help, yeah, they were stuff. trying to help them as much as they could. And I just think that's awesome because you don't see that a lot of days with companies. I mean, there's a bunch of controversy with Spotify right now with like mm. what they pay an artist and how art, like artists it's are trying to hundredths of a cent per yep. play and they're trying to go for like pennies now which yeah. i i mean yeah yeah pennies per stream yeah yeah because like the thing is unless you are like one of those top tier artists like you're and i just know this from working for like uh temple's music label bell tower right. music like our artists maybe we cut checks like every three months if they make anything and they never like not that they never make anything, but, like, they make, like, a couple hundred dollars, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, like, for the streamings, like, especially our one artist, they get over thousands of streams. I can't think off the top of my head, but right, it's just, right. it's so crazy, you know yeah. what I mean? Because you're out there, you're, like, paving those sidewalks to, like, get people to listen to your music and right. want to know what you want to say. And, I mean, you're not really getting much for your product that you work really hard on. And, I mean, I guess that's the... That's the game of being an artist right now, but it's just cool to see how people are trying to take affirmative action to try to change that. Um, it, yes, exactly. You know, there's been, you know, you know, what I, you know, have seen over the last couple months is this, uh, you know, the local scene really, um, you know, coming around and, you know, I feel like where it's at now and, you know, a lot of the bands that, you know, we have all interacted with probably one way or another, uh, somehow just, you know, all being there for each other. And, you know, cause when this thing does, you know, going back to what you were saying, when this thing does, you know, finally, when we're able to hit the stage again and, you know, God only knows how much I want to get back on stage, you know, I mean, that is... We, I mean, we've we've played a few times, um, 
you know, over the last couple months. But and though and that was, I'm like, geez, man, you know, I, I miss this. But you know, yeah. it is what it is for now. Um, it, it challenges artists and individuals. Um to you know work harder think outside the box tune the guitar strings to like g and b <laughs> you know um so e flat to e flat, e flat to e, yeah e fat to, e fat he <laughs> <laughs> was fat until i tuned her down <laughs> i mean i totally agree i can't i totally agree with you though because i feel like despite the fact that we're in tough times right now i feel like this is really just a testing point for everybody that feels that they want to get into stuff like this. You know what I mean? Like this industry isn't easy. Like mm -hmm. it's, it's definitely hard and it's competitive as hell. Um, and it's survival at the fittest. So you just, you have to roll with the punches. So right. I feel like My even though right that's now. like how it is out of quarantine, having the quarantine and the pandemic is just essentially making musicians that care so much about getting their art out there and their love for music. Um, it's making them stronger and wanting to come back stronger. Right. And like you were saying, maybe you'll learn, maybe you're working on a new EP or like trying to finish up your like EP like us, or you want to learn on some new marketing skills or maybe find out how you can get your, your content to other artists through creating press lists that you can possibly find throughout mm -hmm. social media outlets. Like that even goes to another point, like networking's key. So now that everybody Absolutely. is kind of sitting there, not having a bunch of stuff to do, not saying that they're not doing stuff, right. but everybody's going through different stuff. Maybe yeah. this is the time where you can reach out to that other company and be like, Hey, like maybe we can get involved or Hey, like maybe I can help you guys help do this and you guys can help us do this. Cause yeah. that's essentially like, even though it is a cutthroat um, community to get involved with, yes. a lot of people do want to help people within the community as well. Um, it's just, you gotta be willing to take these chances, you know? It's like that meme of, uh, the dude from, the lead singer from Slayer, it's like, it's a picture of the lead singer from Slayer, and then the comparison picture is Slayer fans, and it's like, he looks like a dad, and the Slayer fan is like, dressed up in makeup, and... I don't know where we're getting at. <laughs> the, the lead singer slayers. Uh, he he just slays. That's that's what it is. Yeah. You know I love I mean? you. I and just don't know where that was going. <laughs> I don't remember anymore. Either, but that's why we love Shane, oh. aka Smo. Fuck off. Just in case you were wondering, that's his nickname. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Ooh, that vibrato at the yeah, end. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is why I smoke weed. <laughs> um, nah, man. But yeah, I mean, it's you know, it, it's an awesome thing. It, it it really is though. To uh, I think though, to, to to what you were saying, it's um, you have to, you have to be willing to take the chance. Yes, but um, you also, I I feel like if you if you're going to put yourself out there and look for a partnership however which way that looks you know whether that's a record label sponsorships or you know um you know, whatever however many different ways yeah. you can think of um you know you have to be willing to put in the work you know what i mean oh, and, definitely because it's like you know cause there is someone out there that is working harder than you yep. you know so it's like you constantly have to you know uh 
be on your game mm-hmm. and keep up in your game. It's so funny that you said that because I always use the comparison like you only join to wear the uniform. Um, because I mean, like I was a cheerleader in high school. (laughs) Um, I thought we were going with an army reference here. No, I was just saying like, there were a bunch of girls that like sign up thinking, oh, this is so cool. Like I get Mm. the uniform and I'm going to look fancy. And it's just like you get to the real work and they don't want to put it in. So I completely agree uh, with that. And that you kind of have to constantly be on your grind. How, and I mean, I, again, going back with the pandemic, I feel like maybe all of us have hit spots where where we've like been like, eh, like down in the down in a rut. But you know what? Like, mm-hmm. especially like on the brink of trying to be positive and everything, you got to pull yourself out of that rut. You got to be like, hey, you can you can have your day, but after that, like we're gonna we're gonna do stuff. You know what I mean? Right, because right. you can't keep yourself down in that hole about being depressed about whatever you are, even just like if you feel like you're not doing anything with music. Because if you you could be depressed about like where you're at with your career or sure. what you want to do whenever you want to, but like you said, it's putting the work in that you start to see progress. And one thing that always rings in my mind too, and like uh, Mel Menengo. I hope I said her last name right, yeah, that we know from the school because she's a teacher, but not, she's also the lead singer and uh, she plays guitar and keys for June Divided. Oh, she's wow. amazing. Um, but she told me early on when I was started going to the school and stuff like that for lessons that it's all about the little successes. Mm. And that is the realest like piece of information, yes. one of the realest piece of information that I've ever learned because it really is. Because despite the fact, like say you played your first show forever like and you got a really great response that's a big i mean that's a little success but it's big in the feeling you know what i mean and any success you can get take it and run with it you know what i mean especially because it keeps that momentum for you to keep chasing other little successes like that and hey maybe one day you'll get lucky and you'll hit a big one right exactly um yeah i mean i couldn't agree more and then even you know uh to add on that, it's like, you know, when you are feeling, you know, maybe not 100% on a specific day, you know, like, for me, like, because I, I, I get in some head spaces sometimes where I don't feel like doing anything, but I, you know, wind up doing it anyway. And I feel, every time I feel like, all right, thank, yeah, I, like, I thank myself, like, that yeah. I went through with it, because it's like, you know, oh, I came up with, you know, a sick riff, or I, I figured out how to do something, you know, whatever it is, whatever yeah. that looks like, so, um, but, like, you know, it's, it, it is tough, you know, it's yeah. that sometimes, you, when you got to kick start, you, you know, yourself, and, yeah. so, um, and but, I totally, sorry, I didn't mean to no, cut no, no. I totally agree with that, like, too, like, again, going back to when I first started, like, music mm. and stuff like that, and taking lessons, my teacher, who also went to school, Melissa, like, we'd always, she's one of the reasons why I got into songwriting, like, yeah. I mean, I brought some stuff to her, but, like, we constantly kind of progress on and mess up around with it, but she was, like, despite, like, because I had just stuff going on. Was um, this, like, uh, high school? Yeah, it was in yeah. high school, okay. and, it was so cool because Melissa was always there for me to talk about anything, but she also always kept reminding me that I can take this pain or these emotions that I'm feeling and I could put them into my music. Right. And it just not only gives you some sense of clarity, despite like you're stuck in a position where you can't, but it just shows that 
again, music is such a powerful tool. You yes. know what I mean? And that's yes. something from Melissa that I'll always be thankful to have because she taught me that I could do that. So Yeah. She's definitely one of the reasons I'm still alive too. Yeah. Like <laughs> well, her she- and John. I mean, just the at the time that I had first gotten there it's six and a half years or five and a half years like it's just right as I met everyone there I was like pretty much in the worst mental space my of my entire life did you did you guys go to school together no no we did not no um I'm an Innerboro kid. Yeah, Ridley. She's a, yeah, yeah, she's a Ridley kid. Uh, I don't even know if I can call you people humans. God. Sorry. You know what? I'm not going to think to that uh, negativity because I'm from Ridley and we're better than that. Oh, Party. snap. Shots fired. 10 13. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first fire. But, yeah. The last one is 10 13. <laughs> Because we're done talking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, going yeah. back to what Shane was saying, the cool thing, though, is that you could come from any different place and just meet at, again, the school. And yeah. it's just where different creatives come together to find themselves and maybe feed off of each other for, like, their different musical inspirations. Right. And in some instances, you know, you, you pick up, you know, like, lessons along the way. You yep. know, like, you know. But it's, like, totally just, like, a big family environment. Like, you sure. never feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think, like, I just, I not even just, like, ah, forget what I said for a second. <laughs> um, but, like, that's why I, what I love about the school and love about music because it's just nice to be around that communal environment where you feel like you can progress on as a person, but mm-hmm. also, like, you don't have to be afraid to show what you have. You know what right, I mean? And right. I feel like it goes back to even just saying in, like, the under, like, ground DIY scenes, like, you see a lot of that there, too. And I don't know. It's just... Like I say about everything tonight, it's really just the coolest thing, and you yeah. just you need to experience it yourself. Yeah, I feel bad yeah. for anyone in the world who hasn't experienced music. Yeah, if yes. there's a person in the world who hasn't, like, even if you're not a musician or like not even in the industry, music plays a huge part in your life. Because imagine like. Never hearing music. Never hearing music. <laughs> yeah. You're on your yeah. way to work in New York City and traffic happens and you're like, damn, this really yeah. sucks. Yeah. I mean, and again, you're like, damn, there's no music playing? <laughs> well, th- yeah, there's nothing. You know, yeah. it'd just be like, yeah, I mean, music, uh, you know, it, it, and, and just for the simple fact too, like, you know, like you said, you don't have to be a mu- musician, but since we are musicians, you know, we you know, I guess, you know, relate to it, obviously a little better, but it's, you know, something about it, you know, and, um, there's something about you, it tastes so sweet, <laughs> sorry, friend circles suck in my head now, nice, they're uh, sick, yeah, they're sick, yeah, um, so, uh, yeah, I guess I, I'd lost my train of thought, no, there it's too. okay, sorry, but I was agreeing with what you no, were it, saying, <laughs> it's all good, uh, but no, what I was gonna ask you guys, since, since we did hit on the fact that, uh, you know, there might be some new music on, on the way. So I guess, um, really first question, do you guys see like a, a timeline, um, in any, you know, sort of vicinity? Um, I do, but no one else does. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I think it's like, 
that's the whole idea was like we wanted to make sure we spent our time really like sort of incubating the EP we already have before we even yeah. really I like, mean, decided with that in the process, yeah, with that in the process right now, we're still trying to plan out where we want the other releases to come into the mix, but as of right now, like, kind of circling back a little bit, we're kind of just working on kind of getting, well, really writing and right. just getting new ideas together and formulated so that when it comes down to to looking into that new project we have not only a concept but a set idea of what we want to be when and like everything else that goes into the mix whether it be like with the marketing of it and like what we want to do for cover art and how we want everything just to correspond hand in hand if yeah. that makes sense yeah that's another thing that's great about like you being in college <laughs> because like is that i'm ocd as hell is, well is no all the connections because like so Tommy graduated from Temple too, but like he was a psychology major, I think. Yeah, he's. So like he's, he's the band's therapist. <laughs> you have the band's mom, and then you have the the like two party animals in me and Dan. I think the special boys. Yeah. Oh man. Um. Yeah. That that's crazy. Shout out to the Temple Owls. You know what I mean? Woo -woo. Yeah. For real. And Hooter. Yeah, Hooter. Yeah. Um, God. So I guess then my my next question then would be to you guys: How do you, you know, because before you know BC is what I've called it, <laughs> you know, before COVID. Um, oh, I thought we were talking about Jesus. Oh no. <laughs> Coming in the wrong mood now. <laughs> no. All right. Um, before COVID. Before COVID. Um. You guys, obviously, you know, you would write material, you'd yeah. have material, you would uh, then go out and play and test it out. I guess, what do you see, like, do you see any obstacles or challenges, um, you know, now that there's not shows, or like, how, what are you doing to supplement that? Ourselves. <laughs> I could definitely see that being an obstacle, because it's getting out of your head, and stuff, because I feel like... I know a lot of people, and me, myself, I feel like I've lost confidence in myself a little bit. So I think getting out of your your head and getting... That's what I'm took I just by said it. that earlier to you. <laughs> um, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but I definitely see that with an obstacle. Um, I think... I don't know. Like, it was weird, man, because, like, before BC, as you said... <laughs> We were no, like, we had a BC. lot of stuff going on. I did say BC. You said before BC. <laughs> oh, damn. My bad. Before, before okay. Corona. <laughs> BC. Um, we just had a lot of stuff going on. Like we almost had gigs like every weekend. And just like me personally, like I had a lot of stuff on my plate with school. I had like three jobs going on. And oh, wow. just trying to stay healthy and continue to do our gigs and everything. So mm -hmm. just getting that completely taken away was kind of like weird for me. Just, just like, I'm so used to being go, go, go. Yeah. And like, it's weird. Cause you can complain about it. Cause I'm not going to say I haven't like, cause I, I get frustrated, but like, I like that mentality. I like yeah. being fast and getting stuff together and all that stuff. But sense of that's accomplishment. That's, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely, because it keeps you like it. Like I was saying either earlier, like it keeps you going. You right, know. Right. And being that's kind of was a conflict. For, not conflict. Like a challenge for me of kind of laying back and 
not not doing stuff, but like readjusting my life so that I could do stuff in precaution of COVID and stuff like that. And like I said to you before, like I was a pharmacy, I am a pharmacy technician. So it wasn't, it was different for me in the sense, like I wasn't in school, I wasn't seeing friends like, or live shows and stuff like that. But like, I was still in school, like we had online meetings and I like had a heavier work schedule at the pharmacy just because like I could work more days and they needed me. So it was just, it was just a bizarre time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it, it, it's crazy. And you know, it's, you know, it should be, it, it should be pretty interesting, I guess, you know, moving forward as well. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, oh, sorry. I thought I heard, heard someone's uh, cell phone, but, um, you're good. Um, what was I going to say? Sorry, but also to add one more point, though, because you were talking about, like, challenges for us of the band, too. Mm-hmm. I think one of the other challenges, too, was just um, trying to figure out, especially when we were in quarantine, to still kind of be together as a band, if that makes sense. Because not of all, all of us had, like, the same equipment and stuff like that. So right. We, like, we tried a couple options, and they kind of failed just because of just what was going on and all that. But now that things have lightened up a little bit and we can actually see each other like again we're working towards writing new songs and hopefully trying to get some more um content out to you guys on social media and stuff like that to kind of show like hey we're here yeah we still <laughs> exist yes well see the, the 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 great thing about you guys is that you know i mean just you two um you know like you're, we're gonna do, you know, here shortly is you know bust out and and play, you know what I mean? I'm so, so excited. yeah, I am too. I'm pumped. It's gonna be cool. And yeah, everyone out there, you know, should be. Um, it's just because we don't get stoked. to play that much. So like, right. any just excuse me to play, and you, you know, any excuse to play. Yeah. it's what I yeah. say. You know, no, I agree. Yeah, and I liked how that rhymed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, so yeah. Um, you know, it's. Anywhere you, you you guys are, you know you're you're there to 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 rock. So essentially, you know, um, you know, you. I mean, there you could do it just from your phone. Really, I'm I'm just like kind of brainstorming in my head right now. But you could you could do it from your phone even, uh, and just like do a live stream. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I don't we know actually how... did one of those recently. Yeah, I mean, like it was August. even cool doing it with you guys too. Well, I mean, yeah, but was... you guys went to a studio for that, right? Or... That was a school. That oh, we... studio live from Studio G. Oh no, no, that that's thing? a different. That's a different one. What are we talking about? We're right talking now? about when we did the live stream with Win by Two that you had work for, sadly. But... Stay, stay home and stream. Oh, yeah. I thought yeah. you meant something to. Wait, we actually did that at the rock school that we were talking about because they have like oh, band okay. rooms up there. But okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. it was so cool to getting to do that and getting yes. to watch all the other bands, and you guys killed it too. Yeah, yeah. Likewise, likewise. It's it's an interesting it's an interesting thing. Um, live streaming. Um, I I don't know how because everyone has their own thoughts about, uh, you know, live streaming. You know, they either it's either a love hate thing. You know, they either love it for music or or they hate it for music. Obviously, you know, you see some you know, of like bigger name people with these production crews that throw a live stream that sound just as great as, you know, a a full blown concert. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, um, but you know, in, in, in the sense, like, I don't let that, you know, I guess be defeating in a sense, you know what I mean? But, um, so, I mean, I, I guess what are your thoughts on, you know, live stream, you guys, you know, do you enjoy it or 
I perks. I try things. to like um make like a little bit of a production out of it mm-hmm. in my in my own head because like um we haven't done a, a like live stream just us or like really tried to but the four of you right like I've seen like the front bottoms have done like they put a full production yes and not even just like a concert but like it's like a movie right for an hour of them just like at times they're playing songs at times they're playing with a duck in a pond like <laughs> yeah it's really weird and then like I'm just like I just want to like put a good live stream out where it's just us playing even in a room yeah uh and not like just like a jam session i just record it yeah i feel like i have mixed feelings with live streams because i do like them but like i i don't know it's just weird when you're doing it yourself um just because i mean you really have to rely on talking to the people and hoping that they comment back at you and keeping an audience so it's a little tough um that's why like again the tool of promotion always helps if you try to get out there a little bit faster before you actually tune on um but i mean i don't hate it you know what i mean i think it's still a valid way of dealing with the times that we have right now and you know it's the way only way you really can perform right now unless you're doing an outside kind of gig yeah um ajr did that very very well yeah like, it was definitely sketchy because they were like, oh, tune into this radio station oh, and uh, you'll we be went able to, the to live hear us through your cars. The live and driving, where's that at? Um, Citizens Bank Park. Oh, uh, Citizens Bank Park? Yeah. yeah. It was oh. really cool. They had it pretty social distance. You were like six feet away from cars and people were sitting on top of their cars watching them. And they had these big screens so you could see closer if you weren't that close. Yeah, see, I mean, you know. Who who I I didn't catch the band the band's name that you seen A J R who's that they're they're like a alt alt pop band ish uh their names are literally Adam Jack and Ryan so they're nice. like cool yeah run it <laughs> but yeah but they've been around for seven years I think now yeah and Sweet. um I just got into them because of one of our friends Sam and I was like damn like. They're pretty cool. They're really, they're yeah, they're a real catchy show. So. Yeah, definitely was a fun show, and I wasn't sure how it's gonna be being uh, from that it, again. It was like a drive-in, so right. I didn't know if it was gonna be as like response. I'm trying to think responsive. And yeah, like, responsive and like vibrant. Yeah. I guess you could yeah. say <laughs> compared to like an actual live show where you're in the crowd and. Are you going to engage as much with? With everyone around you. But, like, just with the way the night was, it was beautiful out. Um, It wasn't cold. Um, And just, it was, they were easily able to connect with the audience. And, again, another really cool thing about music is that, yes, it's, like, people consider, like, how you can fill a room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But filling a room doesn't always mean the term filling a room you know what i mean it's more filling a room with like your overall like spirit and like how you can connect with them and at first i didn't really know the band that much i knew their songs uh from radio hits and i was like i don't know how this is gonna go like in my Mm -hmm. head 
and we mm. got there and they instantaneously instantaneously were able to do that right especially with talking about stories about them and how they wrote their one song bummerland and all that <laughs> stuff uh just from not doing their schoolwork and right. it's again it's so relatable right right who, who hasn't not done schoolwork to go write a song right i know he has right <laughs> boom um yeah I my mean... schoolwork was my first song the first song i wrote was called 16th avenue and it was about how literally on my way to the rock school, I have to go down the street called 16th Ave. And I saw this dude sitting on a front step. It wasn't his house because I knew whose house it was. Smoking a bowl. <laughs> oh, man. Just right and I there. I was like, geez. What a G. Just out there, right. you know, on someone else's property, toking up some uh, grass. That's, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. It's what, called balls, bitch. What a guy. Um... No, I mean, yeah, that, that that you hit it on the head with that is being able to you know fill a room with your presence and 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 your energy and your overall aura and and vibe and everything like that. It's you know because um, you can get the same effect. I mean, I don't know. I've never played in front of a hundred thousand people, but <laughs> I, like I wish. I wish, yeah, we all do. <laughs> but um, I mean, at the end of the day. You know, because I, I noticed this when we played, we had, we had a show like three weeks ago and, um, it, you know, it was, it was just that rush of, you know, getting ready to go back up on stage and like, you know, those, you know, behind the, uh, behind the like curtain jitters yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And, but like, it's those, that, those good, like that good anxiousness, you know what I mean? And I was like, wow, yo, like th this, I can't like, yeah. You know what I mean? I can't that wait to get back to, to me this. at uh, the Voltage Lounge, and then they <laughs> oh, screwed us over. Everyone. See, oh, what do you mean? The Volt? You were gonna play the Voltage? Not the place. So we played the we played Voltage Lounge in September of last year. Sick. And Voltage is sick. Yeah, the place is beautiful. Yes. but like the management company, like apparently screwed. It wasn't. Everyone over. It wasn't Voltage. It was the side thing, yeah. and it was just a little bit of a mess. But it's uh, okay. It was a good time, and right. we made some cool friends out of it. Yeah. Roy G. Biz. And Timmy. Yo, they're, they're, yeah, there's their stuff is sick too. They're, they're around here, aren't they? I don't know. I don't exactly. they're, like 20 minutes they're not away. too far. Honestly, if you want them for I, you should get them for a podcast. Yeah, you guys honestly, should, oh, dude. I would love Mark, to have them on. Mark and Andy are just Oh my god. Crazy. They are the dude, funniest. Yeah. And Jake's awesome too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, they all seem I'm like, not don't worry, I'm not discounting jake at all I'm well just i just want to make sure you weren't outward outwardly <laughs> exclaiming that uh that i just adopt Andy everyone and yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Yeah. yeah they're um, awesome though yeah I, yeah they're hilarious when because you know you guys when we that, so back to again how we meant you know we played the live stream or no well, well, well technically yeah i guess it was a live stream yeah. at the g spot but then when we threw the live stream roy g biv was on that and yeah. you know from their promotional videos to you know their actual performance oh my god they're was, geniuses yeah they really are 100%. they're like creative uh -huh. monsters yeah. yeah just their promotional videos they're so funny but like they, they make you want more it's, seamless. In a row. it's yeah. very seamless like that's the key you know yeah. what i mean and that it's awesome you know it, it that's it, it's cool to see that yeah. they did two halloween shows in a row and this year's Halloween show promo video was literally a part two to last year's. And we played <laughs> last year's Halloween show with them. Uh, but 
we had plans this year and we'll never let that happen again. Yeah, I was very disappointed. They did something. I was very disappointed. They left me stranded and I had to decline. But I love Roy G. Your car broke down in the middle of Chapel's campus. Shout shout out to Roy G. Biv. They're the best. We love you guys so much. You're a BFF. We got to reunite the Blues Brothers soon. Uh, (laughs) Sorry, I could literally talk about how much I love them so much because they crack me up. (laughs) Pretty sure they were in the studio recording. Yeah, stuff they, the other day i seen I that too i seen a post about that they're also. awesome that's sick um so yeah i mean what i wanted to uh you know because i guess in closing um or an know, opening or an opening the night's the, never too old or in the or in the middle you know yeah. who knows who, who whatever knows? you feel like home slice <laughs> uh, <laughs> no but slice what, of pizza bitch let's fucking go <laughs> We've, we've been talking, I mean, I guess, you know, all over the spectrum here uh, tonight. But, you know, a lot of it was about, um, you know, live, you know, being able to play live music and how much that means to us and everything like that. Um, I guess what's been like the most, you know, memorable, uh, you know, I guess memories for, you know, you guys as a band. <laughs> I have a few. Go ahead. You go first. Okay. Um, One of my favorite memories was I love playing festivals. I think they're so much fun. My favorite like festival playing so far is um, I mean there's a couple, but the one that sticks in my mind is the Haverford Music Festival because it kind of goes back to that whole presence thing that I was telling you guys about. Right. Like, and I didn't realize until afterwards, but we had that crowd the whole time with us and it was just it was it's weird because you're in this adrenaline rush and you're just like going through it and just making sure you're doing what you got to do but Mm -hmm. from other people that were watching us they were telling us people were just coming over to see your set the whole entire time and just like that just like it, it it makes you like i don't know just for me it brought me like down to earth and just i'm just so humble for those types of experiences because like we didn't have to have a set like that. You know what I mean? We didn't have to resonate with people like that, but they felt that they did, you know? Yeah. And overall, it was just, it was an awesome day. We had the best sound dude that was the sweetest. Carlos. Um, and Dan Trainer was introducing us and he helped us like get on other gigs after that because he just huh. loved that we he's were quote unquote rock and roll. Crazy, man. He is, but he's great. And then again, we had our friends and family there. Uh, we had people from the school there and... It was just awesome. Like, I literally was on, like, a high that whole entire day afterwards because the set was just great. And I don't know. It's the moment where I felt, at least, not that we were never a band, but that we really just, we gelled. You know what I mean? Like, it, it felt right. And I know I say a lot of that tonight, but, like, this whole podcast has just reminded me how much I just love what we do and just like being able to meet people like you even and yeah yeah that's i mean that's that's what it's about you know what i mean yeah. um and you know moving it just the whole grant the whole you know sense and yeah you know of everything is that feeling of you know camaraderie and networking and yeah. and you know but it, also like i feel like like how i was saying you have to remind yourself like not to get too much of a big head over it. You know what I mean? Yes. Just because you have something now, it doesn't mean that you're you're better than everybody else in the mix. You need to keep yourself level. Yeah. But also understand like, hey, like, sorry. 
what I mean is that the way I go out and perform, I perform like it's my last time every time because I never know when it's going to be taken away from me. Like yes. no matter how big or small the performance is, it's still, yeah. you're lucky to be doing it. Yep. You know what I mean? I yep. was just thinking of a quote from Brian Sella of the Front Bottoms. Mm-hmm. And it was like, uh, just, I forget what song it's in. But it really describes or like embodies this entire conversation just because a fire burns bright doesn't mean it's going to last forever. Mm. And that's why like my favorite memories for us as a band at least are like every time we play the nail, (laughs) that's a, that's a new memory that I make because God, that place always brings out the best in us. That actually is a really fun place to gig. Once all the stuff's done, we'll have to bring you guys there. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And then I'm looking forward to it. My other (laughs) favorite memory I think would Probably be we played uh, the Harvest Festival. Oh my at, god, we uh, made the paper. Yeah, we made. Well, that wasn't. Was that through that? Oh no, no, sorry, that was yacht stock. My bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the but the Fall Harvest Festival at Marty McGee's. Oh my god, yeah. Uh, that was where like Dan Trainer had first heard of us a no, few wasn't. weeks, but a few like weeks or months before. Had a was, third like, festival. With what segued that, yeah. Right, and after that show, he was like, "You, like, you guys have to play this Fall Fest," <laughs> and we played for like an hour and ten minutes on four songs, we or like somehow maybe what? seven <laughs> songs. Like, yeah, we really like there yeah, was way we weren't too supposed much to be the headliner, but then they band. made us the headliner. <laughs> yeah, the headliner for that festival wasn't able to come. For some reason. I think they like broke down or yeah. something. I don't or, know. I can't remember what happened. I just remember Dan Trainer was like, well, you guys are like nonchalantly the headliner now. And yeah. Like, okay. He was like, you guys are the headliners for this now. And we were like, uh, okay. And then we went up and played for very long, it feels like now. But I guess it probably wasn't. Oh my God. That was like the longest day of my life too. Because I had to like... <laughs> Temple's homecoming was that day. I had obligations I had to do, and then... Oh, let's not talk about the other event oh, no. we should have, but won't have. We can't talk about that. Um, but anyway, so... Can we, though? No. Um, but anyway... Pandora's box. Yes. Yeah. That's a secret. I can never tell. XOXO Gossip Girl. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a long day, but it was an epic day at the end of the day, so... Mm. Trying to think, is there any other thing that our I last could... song was still "What If," and I'm still proud of it. It was. Did you that guys? Was... Did, did you guys? Um, did you like? So you said like you had an hour and ten minutes. Did you? I mean, obviously you didn't know. Like you said, you were going to be the headlining band, but did you go in there? Um, you know, with the seven songs, or was like you went in there with no. four, and then like the three were just like working progress. Yeah, I think so... we went in there with five. We added like one of our other originals and then we threw like two covers in the mix we did five originals and we hear dan trainer yell from the bar in the back of their outside patio you still have like 15 minutes play oh, more man. fucking music and then yeah and then we just we kept played... on getting encore then it's like oh, yeah okay that was not like, that we didn't want to do it but i feel like right. i like i could just feel my voice killing like yeah. dying well, that in that what, mix that was what feels like it like cemented us as like a band ourselves, like telling ourselves we were a band. Cause like yeah. at the end of that show, it was, we were only supposed to play for like a half hour. We played 
we were only supposed to play like four or five songs. And then he was like, you got more time. Keep going. We played like a Paramore cover. Um, we played two so, Paramore covers. We I played think. two Paramore covers. Yeah, because we did Hallelujah, Looking, Looking Up. Up. And then we played uh, Ballad of Mona Lisa from Pack. Like we just. Oh my God, we did do that too. Yeah. And just like that's that's when I was like, damn, like people want us to keep playing. Are they just drunk or do they like the way we sound? <laughs> that's always the question. That that's always next. my question. Like, but... As soon as I get off the stage, I'm like, God, that either sucks. I never remember when really I get drunk. off the stage, honestly, because I'm so adrenaline. Like, it's a blackout. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. a blackout. Yeah. Yeah. For no, like, it definitely is. Honestly, like, I mean, at least for me, I, I'll speak for myself, but I say probably like maybe two and a half ish hours before the show it like starts yep. and then like <laughs> like the like final like i guess like half hour like like when the when the the band before you is playing and they're on like their like second to last song Good like that's it, it like kicks in even more and then from there it's just like you know blackout until you know quite yeah. after the performance you know yeah I mean? and it's not like after. It's like just one of those blackouts where you're just like It's great. You can't exactly. Yeah, you know. And it's like, am I dreaming? It's not yeah. like it's weird. <laughs> but it's that's great. That's what the our last show at the nail felt like. Like we had Yeah, you did a there. you wrote a paper then too. I, <laughs> so, he was in right. the bar till twelve o'clock, <laughs> like writing a paper and submitted it at twelve o'clock. So oh, yeah, wow. so we had gotten done our set at about ten after eleven. I remember looking at my computer clock as I opened it and it said 11 11. I was like, please God, let me finish this paper within the next 49 minutes. <laughs> uh, and I got a B on that paper. So I guess it worked enough because yeah. I, we literally, we finished what if is like, dun, 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 dun. And then you see me immediately run out to my car, get my computer, and sit down at the, at the bar with my father. And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I said, oh, I'm writing a paper. And he said, you've got to be fucking kidding me. I'm so mad right now. And I was like, all right, I'll just go to the other side of the bar where, like, McKenna Romasco is going to take a picture and be like, when you have to play a show at 11, but a paper due at 11.59. Meme life. Yeah. Oh, gosh. And that life. happened. She has a picture of that somewhere. It's probably it, just her phone. But. It's circulating somewhere. It, I'm it's sure. good to know that the internet has it. Oh, it no, yeah. And I don't know if it always does. will. It might just be Google or Photos. Might, or, yeah. <laughs> the internet. Yeah. <laughs> it'll show up somewhere. You and it'll, tried. It's okay. It'll be like, this guy did a homework. It was my midterm. It was my uh, straight was up midterm because it was right before Corona. Yeah. Oh, oh so it was. Just, oh, it was just recently. It was like then. in February. Yeah. Oh I, wow. I stopped going to school because I got a job, but like, we, <laughs> I sat down. I was like, I don't even have a topic for my midterm yet, and it's <laughs> due in an hour. Jeez, man. Threw it together. The teacher emailed me the next day because I was like the last person to submit it. It didn't get to him until 12.04, and he was like, what happened? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> he was like, oh, your paper came in like five minutes late, and I was like... Bad reception. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. Maybe the bar I'm in right now is just a little blocked off Wi-Fi-wise. Yeah. Uh, and he was like, whatever. Like, looks oh, good Jesus. so far. And I was like, yep. It better that's look good. That's why he's our smoke. 
That's cut, why I'm the drummer. Cutting it close with Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That it's like be get our, out of our house. Be, that should be our podcast name if we ever start a podcast. Cutting, Cutting it close. Cutting it close. That's actually pretty solid. That is. That might solid. be a song that we write tonight. <laughs> oh, this just in. So this just in. Valentina wrote a shitty Blink One Eighty Two song and called it "Cutting It Close." <laughs> that actually. Yeah, kind of <laughs> sound like it would be a Blink title. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, like newer Blink though. Yes, don't, but don't get me started on that. Um, One of these days we will have to. I mean, I love Alkaline Trio, but Matt Skiba can fuck off. <laughs> we can listen. We can have a whole nother podcast just on that if you wanted to. I'm willing. You okay, you know what I mean. I'm willing. I'm down. <laughs> All right. So what we'll have to do is because we're, I mean, oh. We're at an hour and a half. Oh my god! I yeah. was like, so man, no, yeah, we're, we, we, we still never stop talking. I'm so no, no, sorry. No, don't be sorry. That's great. Hour and a half, like that's awesome. But um, I'm saying because like, I definitely what what I've been doing too with um, you know, all the guests that have been on the show, uh, I've been bringing them back on. You know, um, like guests that I've had in like let's say like June and August, like I have coming up for like these next coming months. So. But that's something, you know, you guys are always more than welcome to come back here. I mean, I feel like this was an I awesome will. conversation. I, I totally will. Hey, this was next time we come back here, we'll have some music to show you. Yeah. Fingers right. crossed, hold knock you to on that? wood. Yes. I can hold you to that. Yes. Okay. Over my dead Can body. I hold you to that? <laughs> yes. <I'm... laughs> can I hold you to that? No. I oh my don't God, know. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> if I can hold her to that and you can hold her to that. Then yeah, like yes. we can all hold me. We can like even too. like no, pinky swear right here together and everything, but at a at a distance because yeah. you know COVID. But yeah. yes, let's go. Socially. Right the fuck now. Tell me we have music. So Done. Socially distant <laughs> pinky uh, yes. swear. Uh, no, guys. Uh, yeah, this was awesome. Um, Valentina, man. You, you know, let everyone know out there too. By the way, uh, you know, I guess for first of all, you know, your social medias. Cool. You know, and uh, all your plugs. Uh, plug it away and then uh... let me pull up my notes real quick well i will do the ones i know on facebook we are the band valandina uh on instagram the band valandina i'm pretty sure twitter is valandina underscore h i'm PHL. sorry phl i wanted yeah. it to make it the band valandina or try to do vice versa but you know social media sometimes <laughs> um however the cool Some thing too politics. i recently made us a link tree so like we're hip now uh, um, so it's yeah. Huh? What's a link tree? It links everything together so that you can just click the link and it has. It's your... good for like Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So it's in our Instagram okay. bio. Uh, you can check out all of our Insta, uh, our social media platforms. Uh, our SoundCloud is in there if you wanted to go check out the demos that we do have up there. And uh, yeah. That's... Sorry, I'm checking out our band's link tree right now because I've never heard of it before. <laughs> I love Shane. He's a special boy. First time ever. Let's see what I've never seen anything like it. So we're gonna figure out what it is. And and all those uh, all those spots you you just named, uh, people can support you there as yes. well. Yes. Yes. Okay. Follows, uh, likes, yes. shares, whatever. Yep. Uh, Occasional Threadless. random post from our peoples. Threadless, we have. I'm gonna plug this shirt right now oh uh, and pray to God that Tommy sees this podcast. This is and, why I cringe you know, at night. <laughs> uh, fashion that's mannerly. Um, we have. I guess I, I'm gonna try and show that camera too. It's uh So the shirt is called 
little black box. And um, the color is Cabernet Red. Um, just throwing that out there. I don't know if you can. I don't know if you can see that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Tommy sick. passed out on a toilet from drinking uh, Pink Whitney last weekend. Pink um, Whitney, come on. Yep, I know, right? Classless, classless. There's another classless. one up there with Dan that says I have severe depression. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're profiting off of that. <laughs> yep. I'm oh. so sorry you had to get that segue into this conversation. Someone legitimately <laughs> like was worried about Dan and I was like, no, like he's he's fine. He's just, fine. He's fine. We're just fitting in with the it's cool It's like kids. the meme. We're all fine, and it's like the fire around you. So. Yeah. <laughs> We're all fine, but it's 2020. Yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, but no, guys. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, now we're going to set 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 up, break down and set up, uh, essentially. Amen. Um, it was, you know, definitely a blast to have you guys on. And, Aww. you know, like I said, it you guys are always welcome back. Well, thank you, know? you so much for having us. It was a really fun time, and we're happy that this was our first podcast, so... Amen. For sure. Thank you so much. <laughs> For sure. Uh, sure. Pleasure yeah. is all mine. Valentina, everybody. That was uh yeah, go check them check them out everywhere. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Tube You, everywhere you can search music, just go search Valentina the band. Is it it's Valentina the band, right? Yes. You said uh the band Valentina. The band Valentina, oh, right. Okay. Sorry. The yeah. band Valentina, search them and stay tuned for some new music. And stay tuned for, after this video, possibly, for their performance. What are you guys going to be performing, by the way? Um, we're going to be doing a song called Mistakes and a newer song called Bold and Brash. Sick. Bold Sick. and Brash, right? Yeah. Okay. Sick. Wanted to make sure I was getting that SpongeBob reference down. <laughs> well, thanks, guys, again. Uh, like I said... Um, appreciate it as always and we love every, you everyone out there this has been another episode of in the paint thank you for checking it out support this podcast and your local artist and tip your bartender have a good weekend
doesn't struggle and can say their own name. The one who's the first call, the first choice, the last dance. So, but a fool can dream. I guess I get that not everything can go my way, but why do you stare me? So empty, with nothing real to hold. Wonder how it feels to be the one invited that doesn't struggle and can say their own name. The one who's the first call, the first choice, the last dance. So, but a fool can dream. I. Called the first choice, the last dance. So, but a fool can dream. I guess.